Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, now we're live. Wow. That 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 was only one attempt and everything was fine, right? God, it's working. Um... One and a half. Yeah, it's working now. Yeah. Wait, I, I, Mike? Mike? Yeah, I'm here. I see. Are you still there? Yes. It, it's so I'm sad here. that we, we, we are, we're live tonight, and we have a special guest, my friend, who is way more professional than either one of us of us put together. That is for <laughs> goddamn sure. And, 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 and Brilia, I just wanted to let you know ahead of time that I, um, in order to make you feel more welcomed onto the show, I did try to talk my co-host into dressing up and painting himself up as blackface, but he said no fucking way. No way whatsoever. So I just said, fuck it. We'll just, well, his regular noggin will just be on the show and we'll welcome you normally like we would anyone else. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Tales from the Crips contains topics themes and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers discretion is advised Welcome to a new episode of Tales from the Crips. Tonight is a very special episode. It is I, Crippled Cody, along with my co-host, Mike Sankovich. And tonight we are joined by one of my closest friends I've ever had, Brilia. Hi, Brilia. Hi, Cody. Hi, Michael. How are Hi. you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? That is very good. So for anyone who is wondering, Brilia um, started out as my home health aide. Um, being that this is a podcast uh, that's all about, you know, uh, the disabled. Who, who's here? As Mike, um, Rob, good old Rob Mahoney's here already, right? And no, um, Mike has not coughed yet. Really, uh, Mike cannot laugh without getting into an extreme coughing fit. <laughs> so 
if he if he starts coughing, just know that that's a good thing and that he's entertained. Okay. <laughs> so as I was saying, we um as two disabled co-hosts um thought it would be awesome to bring on one of our friends, my friend, because Mike has no friends, but one of my yeah. friends who has started out as a home health aide taking care of me, and we we became the best of friends. So I wanted to have Brilia come on. We were going to talk a little bit about her as a person. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, how we met and how that whole thing started. And just in general, how uh, she got into the business um, of being a home health aide. Brilia, um, you, how old were you when you started out working? Uh, what, well, let me ask you this. What gave you the idea that you thought you could handle taking care of other people? Well, uh, my mom has been in the home health care field for like years and years and years and years and years. So like I watched her do that type of work. So by the way, could you move your camera over just a little bit? Oh, we can't see you. There you go. That's great. We want all of our creeper watchers to see your beautiful face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so your mom you said your mom got into it all those years ago. So you grew up you grew up watching her taking care of other people. Yes. What is so curious to me is you have so many other people around that just says, well, I, I can't do that. I couldn't ever take care of that person. And then you even have other people who sit there and say that if their significant other ever became disabled, they don't even think they could ever take care of their own significant other. You know, mm -hmm. and it's so weird to think that people would be so closed-minded like that. And then we have such amazing people such as yourself and so many of my other friends who have come into my life and made sure I've stayed out of nursing homes. Um, and you just, you taken care of, you took care of me like it was seamless. Like, I remember it not only took a week, uh, I think, just a week, and me and you fell into, like, a, you know, an understanding and just we oh, fell yeah. into the groove. Um, oh. And then by week two... We were becoming good friends, and we realized we liked the same movies and just everything. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about how we met. Um, originally, your aunt was working for me, and yeah. I love your aunt to death. She, is, she was an amazing human being, but for all of our listeners... <laughs> and, for, <laughs> and for you, for Mike, to tell you and to tell all mm -hmm. of our viewers and listeners... My, her aunt and I, we got along as friends, but we did not see eye to eye on how the day-to-day -day operation as a home health aide it should work. Um, she got very frustrated with me. I got very frustrated with her. And then what actually had happened was over time, she started telling me, she's like, well, you know, I'm just going to find you someone new. I'm just going to find you someone new. And she started saying, well, I got, you know, I got... Uh, some younger people in my family I could introduce you to. And then she said, she's like, I got a niece who I'll introduce you to. And mind you, Brilia, I thought she was bullshitting me. Mm -hmm. Until the day you actually showed up at my house. So, uh, uh, Mike, her and her son came over to my house. Her son, was was he five at that time? Yeah, so I was five. Yeah, so her son comes into my house. And mind you, I'm not just regular looking disabled. I am like horror movie monster looking disabled. <laughs> And her kid, I mean, yeah. And her son <laughs> was very, very nervous around me. It was so funny. It you was scared so the poor kid. You know that that's horrible. That's horrible. I, I did. I really, I unintentional. Well, if I you remember, you should come I, with a warning. Yeah, <laughs> you should definitely come with a warning. 
Yeah, yeah. There should be a warning PSA to airs right before you enter my door. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, what did your aunt tell you leading up to our very first day of meeting each other, Brilia? Uh, she she told me um, uh, how old you were. Um, she told me like the type of person that you was looking for. I mean, she didn't she didn't say nothing bad. She said that you were okay. Right. You know. Um, so. I, <laughs> I can't repeat the exact sentences that she said to me, but she gave me this whole list of things that she said. Okay, you can't say this around my niece. You can't joke about that around my niece. And if you do, she's probably going to walk out on your ass. <laughs> oh, my God, your face. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the funny thing is, Cody's impression of a black person, of a black woman, is fucking hysterical. He is. Oh. <laughs> I, did I, Brilia, did I tell you that, and again, I can't talk about the subject on the show, but a couple of weeks ago when Rhonda called me, we got into an argument. And just for all of our listeners to catch you <laughs> up on, Rhonda is um, a woman who owns the nursing company who Brilia works with to take care of me. <laughs> yeah, Rob, she didn't tell me everything. Yeah. Um, so Rhonda starts talking to me. She gives me this attitude, and I just start mocking her. And I was like, oh no, you hold on just a goddamn minute. Okay. You don't tell me it is my ass on the line. It is your ass on the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you suck. <laughs> And I, I told her, I was like, yeah, I was like, Rhonda, just communicate with me better. Like, I, I hate to say it like this, but like, depending on how I'm treated, I can either be your best friend or your worst enemy. It's just all up to how I'm treated. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, me and you met, and like I said, it took us a few days to get into the groove of understanding each other. I remember, Mike, there was this one day mm-hmm. I made a joke about something and, and she, she misunderstood me. And I said that something I can't remember exactly what I'm talking about, but I said such and such is about a as dry as a granny's vagina, and oh, she boy. thought I said something about her family, and she had this <laughs> off. You had this wide-eyed look, and, <laughs> and I saw the look on your face. I was like, "Wait a minute! I didn't say what you think I said. Let me correct myself." <laughs> I'm just surprised you were like taming up and calling a vagina. That's Oh, I can't remember if I said vagina or pussy. I might, I probably said It might vagina. have been vagina. I don't ever, I don't remember you saying pussy. Yeah, maybe not because I think that was still within our first two mm-hmm. weeks. And yeah. uh, we were still feeling each other out as humans before, you know, I really got down to the nitty gritty. Um, yeah, and I would say, you know, after a couple of weeks, we became best friends and I was, we were watching. And, you know, the, the thing that I think makes for a good home health aid, and this is what you are able to do in spades, Brilia, is you paid attention to not only how to take care of me, but like who I am as a person. And you opened up your mind to the things that I'm into. Like, you, you would have never watched Game Grumps if it wasn't for me going that too. Or anime. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, I opened Brilia's mind up to some anime. What did we watch? We watched um, an anime called Parasite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it came out in 2014. Have you ever heard of that, Mike? I have not. 
Oh, that's right. You're not into I've, anime. I've only watched anime porn, and that's that's as far as it's gone. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, telling you, the, the the raindrop cum is my favorite. Yeah, I when I was in my teens, a couple of my one of my friends brought me over a couple of DVDs, and it wasn't just regular hentai. It's called hentai, not anime porn. That's what oh, that's yeah. what it is. Hentai, hentai is fun. Hmm. And I'm so glad Rob Mahoney is with us. Really, a real quick side story. Rob Mahoney, who is uh, listening to us right now and commenting. I don't know. Is she seeing the comments, too, on her screen? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, if they go up on the screen, then if you can see them, everybody else can see them, sir. Okay. Just making sure. Rob and I, really, um, you know how we watched most of the movies uh, on Shudder? Yeah. Well, I actually have this other show that I do. Me and Mike started it, but the schedule got a little hectic. But it's called Shudder Showdown. And what we do is we pick one movie from Shudder, we both watch it, and then we do an episode and we break the movie down. And we just, you know, we just have a phone, like a phone conversation about the movie itself. So in the future, if you ever want to be a part of one of those episodes, because I know. Yes. Yeah, like you love talking horror movies. Yes. Yeah. Um, real quick, introduce your son that's with you right now. This is we gonna call him Anthony. Thank Any God. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Now, for anyone that wants to know, um, Berlia worked pregnant throughout. Shit, I would say the whole, se- like maybe seven out of the nine months. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that fair? You you what did you got pregnant in the summer I got last year? As soon as I started working, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I was I was so goddamn disappointed in you. What, <laughs> <laughs> what did I say, so, Cody? What did I say? What back then? Yeah. Um, I don't remember. What did you say? So, so wait, said, you took care of Cody pregnant? I'm, like, I'm not getting pregnant. No, that's right. That's right. Back then, you were like, I am not having any more kids. Cody, I'm not having any more kids. <laughs> and then a month later, you gave me this guilty look, and it was a half smirk, and you were like, Cody, <laughs> I got something <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> I'm pregnant. And I was like, no! <laughs> all you have to do, all you have to do is when you did that no and you had your head back like that, you just shake it from side to side, and there's your Kermit the Frog right there. <laughs> Come on, do the Kermit, motherfucker. Do the oh, Kermit. Let's Kermit the Frog here. Yeah, there we go. Maybe it's five minutes alone with Brilia. I'll get her pregnant with my Kermit Frog. <laughs> oh, here it goes. Here it comes. I'm trying to hold it back, fucker. Just hold it back, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Relia, you worked. Uh, uh, it had to have been seven out of the nine months uh, of of your pregnancy. Like, you had your kid. Um, uh, what was? What is your son's birthday? February. I had him February twenty third. Twenty third. I was gonna say twenty fifth, but yes. And you, your last day here was January 29th. Yes. yes. Holy shit! How did we do that? I don't know. I, I, I it was, was actually, the love. <laughs> I was actually trying to work all the way up until I went into labor, but you—you know, you didn't want me to have my baby now, at your house, so. 
Mike, I would I swear to Christ, because I told you this every week leading up to the final like two or three months. Mike, I was so scared that I was gonna be in the bathtub and then all of a sudden she get start having contractions and her water breaks and I can't fucking do a no, damn thing. No, no, no. What I was thinking is now you bringing that up, I had I had a thought. You would be in the bathtub and then she would realize that she couldn't leave because you know the labor was so intense. That she would have to like push you over and get in there and have a water birth right in the tub with me. Oh my god! Brilliant, you would have had to jump in the bathtub so, with me. So oh so so it would be it would be it would be Cody, Brilia, and Baby. And then Yes. <laughs> if that happened, now, if that happened, we would have probably had a different dynamic between each other right now. <laughs> Now, uh, now, my question for you, Berlia, is like you were working pregnant around Cody. Were you at all like nervous or afraid that, um, you know, Cody's, um, uh, I guess, like his, uh, you know, voice and, and just the way that he would talk would scare the baby inside you or something like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, actually, Cody, actually, he made my, my time, like, oh, sorry, he made my time working there and being pregnant, like, easy, because, like, you know, when women are pregnant, they go through, like, this emotional roller coaster, mm -hmm. and I, like, every day I would look forward to coming to work, and, like, Cody would make me laugh and all this, like, he would make my day so much better, so he actually did pretty good. And what's funny about that is... When you first got pregnant, you warned me. You said, now, Cody, around, like, November, December, I'm going to get super emotional, so watch what the fuck you say to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, well, we never – yes, Mike? Okay, yeah. Now, when you're in the bath – okay, so when you when you take a bath and you get the water filled up, do you fill the bathtub up, like, high? No. I, I would say – no, because what I was thinking is, if it wasn't, if you filled it up high enough, if you pissed her off or you know made her get angry, she could just dunk you under the fucking water. Oh my! And, and Berlia, I told you this story, so I got to tell it, it the story on the on the show real quick. Um, I had a home health aide about ten years ago, and this might be one of the reasons why I started making a rule like I need home health aides that are either around my age or a bit younger. I had this aide who was like 64 years old and she, she, she started out good. The first three, four months, she was great working here. And then uh, she started having personal problems in her, in her life. And she was bringing her um, animosity and her hostility to work. So, and, and we ended up having this day and Brilli has heard this story a couple of different times, but uh, we ended up having this one day where I also was a little pissy and um, I wanted her to lock my front door before we headed into the bathroom. And it was in the dead of winter, so it was probably February. And um, the, 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 my house shifts sometimes in the winter, and just enough to where sometimes those bolt locks don't really go through uh, as easily. Well, she tried to lock it for me, and it didn't go through, and she just said, fuck it. Then she said, well, Cody, fuck it, because I can't do it. <laughs> So um, I, I, I got in the bathtub oh, and, uh, <laughs> and I told her, I was like, you know, I was like, hey, could you go try that again or ask my mom for help? Um, and she said, Cody, I already fucking told you it won't lock. 
And I, I said, hey, I said, well, first of all, watch your motherfucking tone with me. <laughs> and second of all, I'm asking you to clean. And then she just got, she got really smart with me. And you know how old ladies, they, um, it's, it's not like a white or black thing or anything like that. It's, it's like, she's old and she likes the point, you know, oh, so yeah. she put her finger in my face and she, you know, I, I cannot fucking tell you again. And it's not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> And Berlia, you could have a better visual of this than anyone else, but you know how. Oh, wait a minute. Let's let Mike cough. Go you ahead. Good? I got it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go ahead and make it. What'd you say? Oh, okay. Is it just your camera that's off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, her name so, is still there, Cody. So she's okay. Still- just making sure I my my friend Berlie ain't gonna leave us without saying goodbye and that oh, she no. loves me. No. She's she she never gets off the phone with me without telling me she loves me. And I love you, Berlie. I love you too, Cody. I love you more because you're my best friend. <laughs> anyway, real quick side story. I gotta tell this. Me and Berlie had this really funny joke. Is uh, Berlie started telling me she said, Cody. I don't know where you come from, but black people don't say bye to each other on the phone. So don't be expecting me to say goodbye to you on the phone. And I told her, I said, Rulia, I'm going to get you to start saying bye on the phone before we hang up. And sure as shit enough, every time we talk on the phone, you, I get you to say bye. You do. You definitely <laughs> do. Anyway, um, so when I'm in the bathtub... I'm laying down in the bathtub because it's big enough that I can lay down. And I'm not a very tall person. I'm, I'm only 4'10". You know, I'm, I'm legally a midget, I'm pretty sure. Well, when back 10 years ago, when this old, old lady was in my face, she started putting her finger in my face and really getting loud with me. And I, I hate it when people talk down to me like that. So when she started doing that, I started to – I was laying back. And I started to sit back up, and I was all like, I was all like, you motherfucker, you don't talk to me like that. And when, as I was sitting, as I was sitting up, and I was yelling at her back, she bipped me right in the forehead, like not. She bipped me in the head, like with you. Um, help me understand. Help him understand it. Like you mean, like a little tap, like a little pop. Did she pop in the forehead? it was oh, an open shit. it was an open hand and it was the palm of her hand that hit my forehead now when she did this yeah yeah you're right rob under 411 is midget you're right um so he's crippled he's crippled midget cody that's it yeah yeah um so when she when she bipped me in the head the bip itself didn't hurt but what had happened is when she bipped me in the head i lost my balance and i, oh, I shit. I fell back and I hit the back of my head off of the back of the tub. Oh. So then I'm really pissed off. And I just told her, I said, you fucking little asshole. Like, get out of here. And I'm yelling at her. Oh, and my mom God. comes running in. My mom comes running in and she tells uh, this woman, she said, just leave. Just leave the bathroom so he can calm down. And she was right about that. I needed to not look at her, you know, because she just hit me. And, and I, you know, like, um. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't remember what the uh the point of that story was, but yeah, me and that woman did not get along. Oh, that was the point. Um after that, that's when I started to realize like I need people my own age or or somewhere around my age. But 
anyway, fast forward 10 years later, I, I meet the, the best nurse ever that I've ever had and my closest friend, and that's Berlia. And I can't believe her beautiful face isn't on the camera at the moment. What are you doing, Berlia? You wiping, your ass? you wiping your ass? I'm back. <laughs> okay, geez. What were you doing? Looking at gay porn or something? No. Oh, okay. It's I've all right. plenty of that. You can put that on the camera. You, Mike, you watch gay porn? Uh, no, but my brother's gay, so, you know. Oh, that's right. Berlia, his brother is full-on gay, and him and his husband live with Mike. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I, I, heard it, I heard it before, too. I love oh, gay people. Oh, yeah, gay people are they're awesome. Like, all jokes aside, like, I have a diverse cast of friends gay transgender black white does not matter other crippleds obviously i'm friends with you mike so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes uh, most gay people they're very nice people and you know hey but but i don't want to listen to them butt fucking each other though no <laughs> you definitely don't want that no <laughs> no believe me i i heard enough like it, it, it was horrifying it really was oh my god so from one subject of getting fucked to another, Berlia, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about how terrible the nursing home life was you before you transitioned into home health. It was, it was, it was pretty fucking shitty. I'm not even gonna lie. It was, it was terrible. I was working in a nursing home as an STNA, and as an STNA, like they make you do like all of the fucking work. Like I had like one patient in a room and she was like 300 fucking pounds and I would have to like get her on a, a bedpan and like do all of that shit by myself like some uh -huh. people in nurse home like they would hit you like I'll actually this one lady actually punched me in my titty like while I was trying to get her dressed <laughs> like That's the horrible. Home is the, yeah the nursing home is fucking terrible like I would never I would never go back to a nursing home ever wow and then, and and then, you know, it, it, there's pros and cons to both, right? Like in a nursing home, in a nursing home, you get paid a lot, you know, a lot yeah. more. Yeah, home you health. do, but it's just so much <clears throat> to come with it. Like it's just, it, it was overwhelming for me. It was, it was I, too much. I have heard from a lot of other home health aides, including you, that it's not even worth mm -hmm. what comes along. Well, you know, yeah. you get a couple extra dollars at a nursing home, but it's not worth the literal shit that you have to put up with. And most of the patients there are either miserable or perverted. Yeah. You know, um, I was just talking to another friend of mine the other day. I, now I'm thinking about it. I'll have to ask her if she wants to also come on to the show. She said that she was working in a nursing home about six months ago, you know, when the pandemic was still a popular thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, she said that she walked in on one of her clients and he was just jerking off right in front of her. And, and they and do he, that. Yeah. I never and they had nobody jerk too. off in front of me, but. What? <laughs> not no, we're, we're, talking about, we're talking about nursing home patients and clients. I, I, we're not talking about anything else. <laughs> I know no, I'm what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now, Relia, what would you have done if you were working in a situation like that and you walked in on a patient jerking off? How would you have, what would you have said to them? How would you have handled it? Honestly, I, I I would probably just turn around and walk back out and let them finish and come back later. <laughs> but what would you, what if, like, what if you came back later and he wanted you to clean up his unborn children? Oh, oh God. I would have to clean it up. I, I, you know, uh, I'm going to uh, 
suit up and clean up. Suit up and clean up. You're already in hazmat suits because of the pandemic, so you might as well clean up that note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in closing, we're going to be letting Brilia go here in just a few minutes. Um, is there, what else would you, is there anything that you'd like to talk about before we let you go? Anything you want to plug? Uh, anything like that? Or, um, do you have any friends that need anything plugged? Because this show, this show gets around a thousand listeners, believe it or not. So, really? I don't know if you got a record label, yo, that you want to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wish I did. No. Yeah. Me and, you, me and you should make a record label. Wait. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We talked about that before. And I, I gave us I gave us a name that I'm not gonna repeat here on the show on this okay. episode. Mm-hmm. So maybe on another episode. <laughs> Relia, thank you so so much for coming yeah, on to the welcome. show. Thank you. Yeah, really. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this was a this was a blast to have her on the show. Yeah, it really was. Really, I'm gonna really have to was. come back. Yeah, maybe in a couple of months or so. When you come back and work for me for a few more weeks, maybe we'll have more stories to talk about on the show or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> everyone. This was my best friend, Brilia. Um, thank you so so much, Brilia. I will see you next Thursday, hopefully. You will. You will see uh, me next Thursday. All right, and before we go, no one's going to get this reference but you. Um, I want you to ask your son, your oldest, if he knows how to do the spin dash. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good night, Brilia. Bye, I love guys. You. Bye-bye. Bye. She didn't say she, she loved me back. Now, I'm just going to chalk that up if she didn't hear me. <clears throat> Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's very tough to, uh, you know, hear you um, – that's okay. You when you're, uh, you know. That's okay. Well, I think Rob developed a little bit of a crush on Brilia. I, he's I mean, with... I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah, um, she, she's a beautiful woman. Let's not lie. Yeah. No. No. Uh, without, without a doubt. Um, she, she's a very beautiful human being. Um, without a doubt, I did actually want to, you know, if, if uh, when she does come back, there is some, there is some questions that I would like to ask her. Um, okay. Actually, one. One very pressing question. I actually know two. Two. That could really be one. But it's like a two-part question. Okay. okay. The, okay. First, the first part is, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this to you now because you might, um, what do you call it? <clears throat> oh, yes, yes, Rob. It's that obvious. I'll, I'll, I'll say it to you now because you, uh, oh, wait, what, what is that? Okay. Um. The first one is, what is the toughest part of being a home healthy? Like, what is the, the, the toughest thing that you have to do for a client? And number two, and I was going to ask this tonight, but I, I figured you, I, I thought you'd put the kibosh on it. I was going to be like, what is the most difficult thing that you've encountered in taking care of Cody? <laughs> Yeah, those would have been some good questions. We'll have her back. Um, we'll, a couple of did, months. Did, we'll have her was, back. was there a turtle head popping out that you had to just go in there and rip out of his rectum? You I'm know, and like think, I'm trying to think of some of the wild moments. I don't need her on the show at this moment to to you know, recite some funny moments that me and her had. As you does know, he and, take, 
do you take Metamucil or like just rip that fucking shit out? Because I, I'll tell you, um, my my uh, my mother takes um, iron because of her, uh, you know, she was anemic at one point, low uh, blood count, so they replenish the blood, they get her iron. I mm. hate it because that's what makes it like tar. It's mm. a nightmare. That's where you got to go digging for black okay. gold. All right, enough of that shit. I, I just remembered. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So um, I can tell you this. On Berlia's last day of the first time around that she was working here, uh, which was just about a month ago, um, I was about to get a, into the bathtub to take a bath. And she goes to run my water and neither one of us realized that the the little thing was up for the shower to come on instead of the oh, back. you motherfucker. And it fucking just blasted me in the face. And I, I was just like, And she turned it. And she turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, I, I hate water. gentlemen if you're just tuning in i uh, mike is going through a little fit right now a coughing fit a laughing fit a clapping fit if you will so anyway i'm getting the water in my face and I'm sitting there screaming like, Perlea, turn off the water! And she just starts laughing her ass off. She's laughing. And it ta- because she's laughing, it's taken her an extra like five seconds. An extra oh, five God. seconds to turn off the water. And then, and then you know, she turns it off and, and then she goes... <laughs> oh, God damn it. She, she turns off the water and she looks at me and she goes... Well, you're getting in anyway, and you're getting wet soon anyway, so what's the big deal? I was like, I didn't want oh, it in my fucking face! Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's the thing. I just imagined you fucking flailing and getting sprayed in the face with water. I can't say it. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's like... <laughs> like, that's how I acted. Because I hated it. Anyway. Oh God! Other oh, than God, that, that's so good. Other oh. than that, um, Brilia oh. would always take me out of the house. She would always like 
you know, not it wasn't like an everyday thing, but if I wanted to go out to a restaurant one or two days out of the week, she would take yeah. me, you know? And, uh, you know, we would go to restaurants such as like Ponderosa, Eaton Park, and, you know, it was it was a lot of fun, you know? Other than that, me and Berlia never really had problems nope. with each other. Never. Mike, is still there. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I just dropped the phone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No, it, all due respect to Mike Thompson, Berlia was, <laughs> was a really great guest. I'm I'm glad she came on tonight. Mike actually listened, or no, he had, he watched like the last episode. Actually, he said he watched the whole thing. Oh and wow! He gave well, kudos for that. Yes. Awesome, Mike. If you're watching and listening now, um, Berlia's a better guest than you. <laughs> oh shit! There you don't don't you're gonna give him a complex, poor guy. Don't do that. I know now he's not gonna like help us edit and put highlight videos together and you know and all that. But wouldn't it be funny if we just had a rotating oh, cast just, if, of just Mike and Berlia? <laughs> just a That'd rotating. be different. Huh? That would be very different. That'd be very different. Yeah, just a rotating cast of two people. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, um, I've I've asked a couple of my other friends and oh. they they said they'll come on to the oh. show. So. I got a uh, shut up, Mike. I got a uh, a couple of other people lined up. Uh, there we go. The I want to get Mike, uh, like Gaviscon for your heartburn and stomach oh. things. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, I was gonna actually. I was trying to talk to my uh, my cousin, the one who actually gave uh, me the idea for the uh, the name, the one that I stayed with for two months because of the issues that were going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in September, I was gonna see if maybe he wanted to come on at some point because uh, he's somewhat enjoyable. Yeah, uh, I don't want just my you know, friends to come on to the show. I want you to try to get your people to come on to the show. I'm running. I'm starting to run out of people. I think I might have like run the fuck out of people. Dude, I've seen all the friends you have. You have like fifty the, million friends. Yeah, but like only ten million of them wants to come on to the show. So. <clears throat> My, my point is, is right now I only have like two other people lined up that wants to come on to the show. So here in the next one, we're going to do, we're going to do an episode on episode off with the the guests. So you got maybe like four or five weeks to find us someone, you son of a bitch. Um, I'll get my cousin to stop on or whatever. Oh, I, wish, I, I wish we could get- I wish we could get your faggot ass brother to come on to the show. Oh God, no, you don't do that. He's yeah. He's 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 more shy than me when it comes oh. to certain things. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Especially when it comes I mean, to taking a dick in the butt. Probably. Yeah. So anyway, As the disclaimer said in the beginning: this show has dialogue, themes, and conversations of a frank and uh, something nature. Yes, I yeah. don't uh, go along with the woke shit. I uh, will say all the words that you don't want me to say. I told I told that Australian bitch to say that stuff in the beginning. I, I typed what she was supposed to say, and I told her, you say it, bitch, or you're dead. You say it, you fucking wanker! <laughs> there you go. Look at the fucking face on you right there. You motherfucker. There you go. Oh. Um, oh. So, so Mike, <laughs> I wanted to ask, I'm not sure if I asked you this on an on a an episode yet or not. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to come up with the Michael J name? And and why did you, why do you talk oh. about 
yourself in the third person whenever you make posts. It's so fucking gay. Um, I mean, it's cool. Right. Well, for, well, it's cool. You. I know you. Okay, <laughs> you think it's cool. It's cool. Uh-huh. Well, whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. I didn't come up with the Michael J thing at at, uh, at at all at first. That was um. No, I'm a junior, and my dad's um Michael Joseph Senior. So I'm Michael Joseph Jr. So the thing is, my grandmother on my mom's side came up with calling me Michael J to differentiate me from my dad. And I hated being called Michael J when I was a kid. I hated it. I, it annoyed me to the fucking, ugh, just the nth degree. I couldn't stand it. I hated it. I had to be Mike because I couldn't stand being Michael J. So, when we were, I, I think this is before Rabbit and Red started, I did a show with Vince called Horlick online. It was a like a, a comedy web series online. We did it. And I think during that time, I told him about the, the story about Michael J, how my grandmother came up with it, and how I hated it when I was a kid. So, he just started calling me that. So when Rabbit Red started, he referred to me. He would, like, start calling me Michael J on the show. And he knew that it annoyed the fuck out of me. So he kept doing it. Mm. And eventually it just stuck. And I got used to it, and I just, you know, stuck with it. Oh, okay. So. Interesting. Has Have you ever told that story before on any of your shows? Um. Probably Rabbit and Red back in the very beginning of the show, I think. So Probably like okay. ten years ago. Okay, so basically, it's it's yeah, it's a good story to tell on because most people don't give a shit about Rabbit and Red episodes from ten years ago. Most people yeah, don't give not. about Rabbit and Red right now. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> um, make me choke on my fucking Gaviscon. I will have fucking vomit. <clears throat> yeah, no, don't do that, Jesus. So, uh. Because I don't think I've ever addressed why I call myself Crippled Cody. Have I ever even talked about that? Um, <clears throat> no, I had always just assumed because you're you're crippled and your name's Cody. No, okay, so um, Slimer. Yeah, By I the way, this, is the, this is the I, shirt. This is the shirt that I told. I don't know if I told you, but I was getting a delivery from um, Uber Eats, and I went out, and the fucking guy's like. I like your shirt. That's a nice Tasmanian devil. Uh, you didn't tell... You told this story, I think, on that Rabbit and Red episode that I came on to, I think. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Either I, that, I do remember this story. Maybe you told it on an episode of on Tales from the Crypts. I'm not sure. Maybe you did, but I do remember the story. Yeah. Um, so, I would say somewhere in my... 20s because i'm not afraid to say what my real age is on this show i'm i'm in my mid 30s i'm 34 at, uh, as Lucky a dis- bastard i hey i don't mind my age i just i don't i don't like talking to women my own age i like talking to women about a decade younger than me so hey, that's- hey me too me too son of a bitch well and no, i'm gonna be and i'm gonna be 42 well, the point is, is I have better luck talking to women because I actually look younger than what I am. While you, on yeah. the other hand, look a slightly older than you are. Slightly? 
<laughs> Dude, I, I had people tell me I was in my 40s when I was fucking like 25. Yeah, because you ain't got no hair and you're just. <laughs> anyway, um, I would say I was in my mid 20s. And I started to realize, like, you know, if I'm going to get anyone to really feel comfortable with me as a human, I got to show them that I'm comfortable with myself as a human. Like, I, I got to show that I'm comfortable with who I am. Um, yeah. So I started making disability jokes. And still to this day, I make disability jokes. I don't think there's anything wrong with disability jokes. You know, if uh, yeah, I don't think I don't I personally I don't think there's anything wrong with any taboo subject of humor as long as it's humor and not straight hate. Yeah. Um so I I started talking about you know my disability. I started like just cracking jokes and I started telling people, you know, people would always say, Well, man, you could be like a comedian. And I was like, Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do stand-up comedy, I'd be able to do sit-down comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy, good boy. <laughs> but, um, you know, and then I would start telling other stupid jokes like, you know, what's the hardest part about eating a vegetable? The wheelchair. <laughs> oh, shit. You ain't never heard that, that one? Was, that was clever. It, I never heard that one before. What, what, do, what do you call cripples that are in a sauna? Steamed, um, steamed vegetables. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you Damn. know, like... Just like stupid shit like that. And then what was it? Just a few weeks ago, I messaged one of my friends and I said, Hey, if I ever joined a, a gang, which gang do you think it would be? And she's like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, the Crips, because I'm crippled, yo. <laughs> so, you know, just stupid shit like that. Because I've never once um, was upset or offended or, or bitter about my disability. Well, I shouldn't say that. Back in my teens... But that's yeah. normal. When you're in your teens, you get upset over anything. You know, that's your Oh, you team. hate the fucking world. I made, um, I made, uh, um, what was it? Yeah, two movies, um, that I made in high school, uh, short films that are about an hour long. Um, I made it where I basically hate myself and I'm a cripple. Okay. So anyway, um. And I had a burden baby in the film, too. I don't respect you anymore. <clears throat> well, no, it was at the end of the the second film, my but the the, the burden baby was a cripple, so um oh. in, in the third film the burden baby, but I never made the third one, but the burden baby was gonna die, you know, <laughs> in reminds, a car accident. Yeah. That reminds me of something. Um, after I'm done telling this story about my nickname and how I came up with it, remind me of a uh, a story involving the Amish that I wanted to tell. Because I think this was something I went into on the very first episode, but that episode is long gone, and so people, yeah. I think, want to hear this. But anyway, um, mid-20s, I realized I wanted people to get comfortable with, with my disability, so I had to get comfortable with my disability, which I already was, and I just wanted to show it off that I was. Um, so I started making jokes. I started um, allowing people and encouraging them to ask questions, to talk to me, and just find out whatever they wanted to about me, because I'm an open book. There's you know, I'm not saying there's no skeletons in my closet. I'm saying there's no door on my closet. So you can right. take a peek in my closet and see the skeletons all day long. I don't care. Um, so then in my late 20s, 
one of my friends who happened to have actually died last year, and that's another big reason why I want to stick with the name. He gave me the name, Crippled Cody. Uh, well, what it was is because uh, in our neighborhood, there was more than one Cody in the neighborhood. So to help people and understand which Cody he was talking about, he would say Crippled Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one of these days when he told me this, this was just maybe three, four years ago. Cause I've only been using this nickname for the last three years, I think two or three years. Um, mm-hmm. When he told me that it just, st- I was like, man, that that's catchy. Like that, that rolls off the tongue that that's, that, that, that sounds good. And I like mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, and he would tell me like people got on my case about it and, you know, just all that. So even at that point, I started using the nickname cripple Cody and I started encouraging people like, Hey, if you're talking about me behind my back and you're, you know, and you're, you're wanting someone to understand which, who you're talking about, just say cripple Cody. It's simple. It's easy. And it's a easily identifiable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last in, in May of 2020, my, the friend that gave me that name died, uh, very, oh. very stupid circumstances. Um, he was allergic to bees and he got stung by a bee while he was at work. Couldn't no get way. Yeah. And his, uh, his throat closed up on him right in front of his brother. Uh, it was very terrible and it, it took a while to cope with, you know, I'm still coping, uh, you know, here a year and some months later, uh, it's, it's still rough. But one of the ways that, I mean, cause I was already using the name crippled Cody, but one of the ways that I see that I honor his memory is I, I always use the name crippled Cody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the name crippled Cody not only has, it, it, it has double reasoning to it, double meanings, you know, like uh, it, it's because I always wanted people to feel comfortable with disabled people. And because it's, it's to honor my friend who died. Uh, mm. So yeah, that's where my name came from. I, and I was just having a conversation just a couple hours ago with a couple of my friends that came over for a visit. Um, I don't think the word crippled should be viewed as uh, derogatory anymore. I mean, yes, there's a social stigma, uh, that goes along with being disabled. Um, do I get uh, do I get woke people criticizing my name choice? Um, yes, to a certain extent. But when I explain to them of why I I choose the name that I choose, they usually back off. I think I told this on a past episode, but I'll I'll reiterate it real quick here. Um, I, I'm friends with this one dude who works, uh, he, he's not a bouncer, but he works at one of the strip clubs that I go to. And, um, when I, I call him up before I go to the club and I have him reserve me a spot, a seat, a table. Mm-hmm. And I used to, I, I started telling him like, Hey, don't just put the reserve sign there put a handicap logo there. Cause you know, then it's like, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, so whenever I go there, the handicap logo stays at the table because he printed it up just for me. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the girls, some of the dancers will come up to me and they'll say, well, I don't like that very much. And, it, and I have to like, why? Like, why don't you like it? And they they explain, well, I think it's kind of mean. And I think it's kind of, it's like, no, like you have to understand, like there shouldn't, there's not that much negativity behind the handicap logo. There's not much negativity behind being disabled in general. Like, if anything, we live the easy life. What right, you know, right. what what all of you normal folk work hard for, we get for free. What do you think about that? 
in most in cases, yeah. I mean, in I mean, most, in most cases, cases, but but there's also, there's also the, the, the thing, thing that, that <clears throat> I mean, we get screwed on. Yes, and 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 that is the like. There's pros and cons to being disabled. And yes, there's definitely the cons of, you know, you get treated more like you're a pet than than you do as a human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something that in my current age, you know, mid thirties, I, I deal with and I cope with a lot. I, I want to be respected as a man and I'm not afraid to say it. I want to be respected as a disabled man. You know, that, that what that means is that I'm just a little bit different from others. And, but mm-hmm. I'm a man, I'm, I'm an adult. I, I, I make good decisions in life. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I've never been in trouble with the law as of this mm-hmm. recording. And uh, I, I, I don't, I don't deserve to be patted on the head, shake my hand, you know, uh, 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 treat me the way you would treat a regular person, you know, that's it's in a positive way. Um, I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. You know, yeah, there's, there's, we've talked about it on the last few episodes off and on, you know, women don't want nothing to do with a disabled man in most cases. Um, you have to figure out other ways to get women, you know, to, to want to be in your life. Um, and over the years, I, I don't think I've touched on this subject yet. Over the years, I, I realized that it's very healthy to have legitimate friends of the opposite sex. And that's actually one of the biggest reasons that me and Berlia are so close. Cause again, we, we covered it just a few minutes ago. Berlia is a very beautiful woman. Anybody who has a brain can see her beauty, her physical beauty, especially, you know what I mean? You can just see it. And I think she was also like wanting a guy friend that would just not, not look at her as like an object, but just treat her almost like, like a brother, sister type of situation, or maybe in her case, a sister type of situation. Well, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) um, But, you know, uh, years ago, I realized that it is a very healthy thing to have just female friends. And that's not because I gave up on looking for intimacy or sex or anything like that. I figured out a way to get those things. It's called money. Judge me. I don't care. Fuck you. Suck my dick. I'm not going to pay you to suck my dick. That's what I pay the other hoes for. Anyway... So, you know, and that's what I started doing in my mid-20s. I realized, hey, I just use my money to get what I want as far as that stuff goes with women. Mm. So it took a couple of years to refine my strategy. But now I, it's like I have two sides of the fence on in my life. I have one side of the fence where, you know, just regular female friends are on. And, you know, I would never ask them to go to the other side of the fence. Just, you know, stay on this side of the fence. Be my friend. Be like a sisterly type of friend. That's what I want you as. You know, and there's way more of those women in my life than there are, you know, other females that uh, for business reasons. The hoe train. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get some Godfather music up in this bitch. But, um, you know, it, it, it's I just realized a long time ago, you got to have friends. Yeah, you know, when you're disabled, you need two things uh, that's um, outside of the main things, like your health and a roof over your head and water and food and all that. You need you need money and you need friends, real friends. You need because you need a support system. Mm-hmm. You got to have a support system as a disabled person. Um, 
if you don't have that support system, it might drive you insane. Like I, I've definitely gone through uh, times like that where I didn't feel too good about myself in my late teens. I had to actually see a counselor for a little while. Uh, And luckily enough for me, this counselor actually was also physically disabled. Oh boy. Yeah. So no, but it was a good thing because I could talk to a professional but I could also get an understanding, uh, not just from his point of view as a professional, but from his point of view as another disabled man. Now, listen to this. He was a disabled man who couldn't walk on his own, but he was married and had kids. And neither his wife or his kids were disabled at all. And, right. man, like, that sparked confidence in me. You know, like... um, you were I'm like, not, shit, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah, um, it's not impossible. And I've never once come on to the show or any show and said that it was impossible. It's just improbable. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not very um, likely to happen. But it, it worked for him and his wife and daughter, especially his daughter. His daughter was, I think, was like 18, 19. And woof, I would have introduced her to another style of handicap. You know what I mean? Handicap. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, can I say something, sir? I'll say something to you right now, please, sir. I will be your support system, sir. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. What? (laughs) What was that? I love you. I... 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 I love you too, Mike. I want to give you a hug, motherfucker. Blow me a kiss right now. Okay. There you go, bitch. Enjoy. There. there. That, that's about as gay as shit's going to get on this show. <laughs> but no, all, I, am, I am serious. I, I, will, I definitely will be a support for yourself, sir. Yeah, no. I, and, and I'm glad you said that because that's a great segue into one little thing that I, I won't bring up on every episode, but I will, I will bring up on this episode. You are a good support for me because um, I, so I had a conversation with Mike the other day. I can't get into the nitty gritty details, but I am going through a financial struggle at the moment. Um, and I actually have a GoFundMe page. Uh, Mike, if you would actually like to put the link um, up on our uh, on our screen here during our episode for a few minutes, that would be great. Actually, um, I'll do that while you're talking now. Okay. So I have a GoFundMe. Yeah, I'll do that while you're talking. Okay. I have a GoFundMe, and it is a a legit campaign. It is not for any kind of strip club adventures. It is not for video games. It's not for anything recreational. Um, It is to help me um, get a savings, like an investment up, saved up, like a safety net, financial safety net. Um, I'm going to have Mike put it on the screen here just in a couple of minutes, but I'm going to go ahead and verbally tell you what the link is. It is uh, www.gofundme.com slash help Cody out. So that's H-E-L-P-C-O-D-Y-O-U-T, help Cody out. Gofundme.com slash help Cody out. It is a legit campaign. I have a whole story written that's written by me. I, I wrote the entire thing up. No one did it for me. Um, it basically tells the story about... Uh, what I'm still living through to this day. Um, I live in my own home. I pay all of my own bills. 
I pay literally for everything that I need to pay for for myself. And um, unfortunately, I have a set of parents that um, are addicts, which is actually one of the reasons why I was born the way I was, because my parents were not being too mature and too cautious or careful when uh, I was being conceived and throughout the pregnancy. That's another story for another episode. Um, basically, you know, I only get SSI every month. I, um, I do get a little bit of food stamps. I, I get a slightly over $100 in food stamps, but come on, $100 in food stamps for the entire month. It's a little tough. Um, so basically, I have enough money for my bills. I have enough money for my needs and my, uh, my personal items and all that stuff. However, after I'm done paying for all the things that I need to pay for, I'm left with little to nothing. I'm left with maybe around $100 to $150 just to myself. That's not a lot for the entire month. So I made a GoFundMe, and basically every dollar that anyone would care to donate to me will go into what's called a stable account. Now, what a stable account is, it's an, it's an investment account option. Yes, there it is. Help Cody, cripple Cody out. And, I saved this banner, so this will be on. Um, this will be on uh, during Rabbit and Red upcoming too, as well. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, um, for anyone who's wondered, Mike will be promoting my um, GoFundMe uh, page for a few weeks. Um, it's not that big of a deal. You don't have to pay attention to it if you don't want to. If uh, thank you, Rob. Rob will be sharing it. I really appreciate it, Rob. Rob, uh, say something along with it too, because I've been telling my friends this for for years. If you just share a GoFundMe page or link and don't say anything along with it, you're less likely for people to pay attention to that. However, if you say something along with it, you know, you type out your own little thing, people will pay much more attention to that. And Mike, I think you'll agree with that. No, idea. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so to finish up my thought from a minute ago, thank you, Rob. Uh, you're a beautiful man. You're a way more beautiful man than Mike could ever be. I'm, I'm, exactly. I That's why I, Rob I agree with that. That's why Rob was married at one point in his life and you weren't. So Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So, um like I was saying, every dollar or any type of donation that gets sent to my uh GoFundMe campaign will go into my stable account. What a stable account is, it's a uh, an investment account that's just for disabled people. Um and because of that, it has some rules on how um your money can be spent uh after it goes into the into the investment uh, option. Um, what that means is basically it has to be spent towards uh, needs-based things. So I can spend it on food, shelter, uh, clothing, um, anything that I would need as a human being, as a disabled human being. So everything that I get sent to me by anyone who wants to help out will go right into my stable account. Like I said, you can go to uh, my link, gofundme.com slash help Cody out. And I have a much better, uh, the story that I have written out is way better detailed than what I just explained here in just a couple of minutes. Check that page out. I really appreciate it. Um, anyway, we can get back to the show now. <laughs> mm. um, what were we talking about before I started plugging my own GoFundMe? When I asked Berlia earlier if there was anything she wanted to plug, she should have plugged my GoFundMe. God damn it. She's not my best friend no more. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the girlies say uh, Rob's pretty fly for a white guy. I should ask Berlia if she thought that too, you know. 
anyway. you know that song, Cody, or you're not that uh, familiar? Uh, that's one. isn't that the Offspring? Yes, it is. I, I'm not like a big fan of the Offspring, but uh, I will. You know, I do know some of their older stuff, so uh-huh. you know. Give it to me, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. Give it to me, baby. That one. Whatever. There you go. It has a little bit of the Muppet to switch to yeah. what you were doing. I would just head back and forth. Like... <laughs> yeah. See, there I you go, fucker. There you I don't go. Know. I don't know what song that is. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, I think people often forget. Because, you know, people do look at us and they do think, oh, well, they're just handed everything. No, mm-hmm. we're handed just barely enough to get through the month. Uh, just to put things in perspective, I get we uh, for SSI, I get slightly under eight hundred dollars a month. And yeah, then, we're in the same boat. OK, and I didn't think I didn't think we were. I thought that you actually got more than I did at one point. No, Um now, I do get free medical. Uh, I do have, like, a medical insurance that I don't have to pay for. I do agree that that, you know, that's amazing for me because I can keep yeah. myself in check with my health. That's good. Um, but, yeah, I, I get slightly under 800 a month. Uh, and like I said, slightly over $100 in food stamps. And I swear to Christ on this. Bills and, and just everything that you have to pay for, garbage and, and just everything, it, it 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 depletes your money by the end of the month, especially mm-hmm. if, especially if you're living with people that aren't helping that much or or at all. So, uh, you know, uh, God forbid if I make a GoFundMe that to, to help you know get a, a savings up a little bit. Like I said, I'm not forcing it on anyone. It's, if you want to share it, share it. If you don't, sh- shove it up your ass for all I care. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'll still anyway. give you this great entertainment regardless. Yeah. Um, oh, it's the same for veterans? I thought veterans kind of got a little bit more money. Or is that is that retirees? Is it just people who are on actual Social Security that retired? I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Yeah, that might be because that's what my mom did. And she's getting shit. I think she gets like, well, cause she's got to pay for her medical insurance and all too. So they take that out of that. So she's getting like fucking two grand or something holy shit and you know i heard i I, this brings me into a couple other side subjects about this whole thing that i wanted to bring up Mm. ssi recipients should be getting more money oh i think we're i think that 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 something is supposed to happen with that i don't know for sure but i heard something because SSI money doesn't come from the same fund that Social Security money comes from. You know that, right? Yeah. Oh, no, I know that. Yeah. SSI money, I think, comes mostly uh, from taxes, I, I think. so. I believe. So I believe SSI money is not really ever going to run out from what I understand. I could be wrong about that. Let me know that I'm wrong about that. If I am, I don't care. Um, but, uh, you, you know, I think the two things that should be changed is uh, – we should be getting a little bit more money. I think we should be getting around a, a grand a month, honestly. Yeah, that would, uh, you know, that would be a benefit for me, I think, especially. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, and then another thing is, and this kind of brings me into why I have a stable account, is because um, we still, to this day, ever since 1989, the resource limit has been stuck at $2,000. 
Oh, Rob's got to go. All right, Rob, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. Um, Thanks a lot, Rob. I hope your dick is hard. I hope your titties Mm -hmm. don't sag. And uh, join us next time. And, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, share my GoFundMe, for Christ's sakes, if you're going to do anything this week, this Mm -hmm. weekend. If you're going to do anything Mm -hmm. this weekend, share my fucking page. God damn it, Rob. Yeah, Rob, just uh, boycott the – Boycott the crowdfunding with the films and uh, get Cody to, uh, you know, help us get Cody's word out there. Yeah, do 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 God's work, okay? Yes. <laughs> Bye, Rob. Have a good night, buddy. Have a good one, Rob. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, um, the resource limit has been stuck at two grand since 1989. That is right. appalling. That is appalling. That's just so disgusting. So the whole point of what a stable account is, is it allows a person with disabilities to save up way more than the $2,000 resource limit without getting penalized by Social Security or welfare. Right. Um, A stable account is a godsend to us disabled people. And Mike, I actually encourage you to look into what a stable account is also, just in case you ever want to save up money that you don't want to have in your own home. Yeah, one of these days I probably, I mean, because I am getting older, so... Yeah, I guess I should kind of look into that myself. Well, I mean, yeah. I've lived, I've lived in a different situation than you have. I, again, I lived with two drug addicts for parents for years upon years, and um, I couldn't keep my money safe in my own home. I actually right. have, if you see behind me, you see that's my closet with no, mm-hmm. uh, with no door. And if if you're wondering what that picture is, that is a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers picture. Don't judge. Go, anyway. go, Power Rangers. Yeah. All right, shut the fuck up. So <laughs> below my chair, down on the floor, there is a safe box. And I, I had it installed back in 2010. Um, and I keep I keep all my important stuff in there. Um, I Whatever money I do decide to have here with me, I keep it in there. I um I keep my banking information in there. I keep my social security card in there because yeah, a lot not a lot of people know this. Don't let anyone get a hold of your social security card. They can fuck mm-hmm. up your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard so that. I, my money, my bank account information, my social security card, and my ID is in there. Well, so I don't. What the fuck was that? No, I was trying to clear my throat. I had mucus in there from before. Is that of nowhere? Blah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like fucking um, exorcist level shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah. I for years, I you know, I've had a safe box, but my money still really wasn't safe. I my mom has a, a, a multiple times attempted to take a knife to my safe box. Like my actual my safe box has all kinds of knife marks on it. Now, can do you think this, now she can't get that open? No, think, um, right? There's no way. No, she can't, and that's for two reasons. One, because I have it bolted to the floor, to the ground, mm-hmm. so you can't, you can't just with your hands just pick it up out of there. You need like a crowbar or something to, to pry it up out of there, which is possible. I'm not trying to say that it's not possible. It's fucking possible, right? Like, um, but what she thought was. She thought she could slip a knife in there and slip the bolts and like, you know, slip it back oh, enough to open. But the man, thing is, is sneaky. Mm-hmm. Because you can also do that with a credit card. Did you know that? You can, uh, you can 
you can slip a credit card in a door and mm-hmm. and depending on what lock it is, you can slip the lock and get the door open. Pretty oh, easy. I saw burbs. Yeah, I I've seen Yeah, I've seen people do it. It's pretty it's it's scary actually how simple that is. But um so she was doing that thinking that she would slip the lock, but the thing is this safe box has an inner wall. So mm-hmm. when she was sticking the knife in, she wasn't even touching the metal bolt. She was she was knifing the the inner wall. You know, uh... what I mean? you know what I mean? So yeah, when when you close the door, it it doesn't line up with the inner wall. It goes past it. So there's no mm-hmm. possible way you can stick anything in there and slip that bolt. You just can't. Um, and I'm so happy I bought that safe box because I, if I remember correctly, I had a couple of hundred dollars in my safe that day, and she probably would have took all of it. Mike, you where are you? Where are you? Uh, Rob just messaged me, and I sent him the link, so I did that. Oh, okay. Thank you. I love that, Rob. He's a good man. He's going to make a way better co-host on Shutter Showdown than you could ever have been. Probably he will, I'm sure. Anyway. Um, I don't oh, doubt it. What the hell is it? Oh, I opened up your GoFundMe again. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of uh, sending links, um, make sure you send me links to his episodes of show because I, I do want to get a feel for how his personality is on his own show. Dude, all you have to do, motherfucker, is you go to RabbitRedRadio.com, you go to On Demand. Plug it! And then you click on Father Mahoney's House of Horror. Mm-hmm. that easy. And they're all there. Plug it! And you can go to Tales from the Crypts and listen to all the Tales from the Crypts, except for the the now exiled first episode. That infamous episode that you'll never hear. <laughs> you know, it's funny, because it's still... I still have it. Um, well, I still have it on my computer, number one, mm. in the Tales from the Crypts folder. And I still have it um, upload it to the um, uh, radio station. And <clears throat> for anyone who wants to know what episode one basically is, it's just a jargled mess of yeah. <clears throat> of Mike basically daring me to, to to take things as far as I possibly can. Oh, and, and he I, did it. And I did because, again, oh, I, yeah. I don't believe in any of the PC woke bullshit. And I just said all the words and all the things that you should not say. And I, it was like a, 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 a like a season of South Park. I just po- picked on every taboo subject you could. I'm, it's not ever going to be released. So sorry about that. But, you know, that's we were just testing the waters on that, that episode. Um, and then that was that. But, um, uh, that doesn't mean I'm censoring myself on this uh, on this show. I'm not. Um, That's why the warnings were the disclaimers in front of it now. Yeah, and I believe, uh, like on the last episode, um, I had dropped the N word, and you know, I, I say the word faggot all the time, and no one's ever going to tell me I should say uh, and do anything otherwise because I'm not going yeah. along with that shit. Anyone with a fucking brain uh, knows that I'm not being hateful. I just have a dark sense of humor, and I covered that on last the last episode, or was it the episode before? I can't remember. But um, uh, yeah. yeah, I say unwoke, non-PC things, and you can choose to be offended by it if you want. But I would rather you don't, because it's just a show and it's just my sense of humor. And I'm only one person, and at the end of the day, you don't know me, so my my views, opinions, and sense of humor should not offend you. No. Anyway, 
but my my GoFundMe page should matter to you. So you know, just share it up. It just you know, share it, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else would we like to talk about, Mike? I I know you you don't like to end the show until the two hour mark, but I'm telling you, I, I think condensed shows might be better. Is there anything that we want to wrap up with before we? Um, would you like to hear the latest? development with the cp woman you yes know, the, I would. The, the 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 uh the, the crazy one yes i would we always got to have a cp segment before we go on on our episodes so let's let's uh ladies and gentlemen we are we have reached the last segment of our show tonight and uh just like to would like to remind you one last time to visit www.gofundme.com slash help Cody out if you want to help me out. And with that, let's transition to our final segment. We are talking about CP Girl once again. Mike, take it away. Hold on. Let me see. I just just talk for a second because I'm trying to I'm trying to help the transition. Oh my god. <laughs> Ah, uh, so um, oh, what should I talk about for just a couple of minutes here? You know. Oh no, you... it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be in a minute. Uh, okay, I was just you know I was just sitting around the other I day. I got it. There oh, real quick, I just want to tell you um one last joke that I remembered from the past when I was trying to tell get people comfortable. Okay. Would you like to know what I'll it is? Your GoFundMe back up again for that. Oh my God! Okay, it's just one last joke. I used to tell people where there's a wheel, there's a way, and I got four of them. So don't worry about me. Oh my God! Yep. Right. That, that, that's, that's something. I'll give it that. Yep. The I'll end. Give it that. Okay. Final segment. Let's go. Okay. So now, should I? Okay, I'll start with the. With what happened, I I did tell you yesterday off air. Was it yesterday? The day before yesterday? It was one of those. What happened off air? How somebody on Facebook, um, in the one one of the groups that I joined for this show, uh, her name was Brandy, and she uh, like said hi in one of the groups. So I, you know, whenever somebody posts like uh, hi or how are you or welcome or something like that, I always. Like, I always have to, like, kind of, like, jump in and, like, talk to them and say, welcome, hi, how you doing? And uh, she started to, like, I guess she saw that I commented because I fell asleep because I do that often. And you did. she, um, yeah, I do that often. Yeah. And just you, for you, anyone to uh, get a little peek behind the scenes, um, half the time I have to wake Mike up so we can do our episodes at night. Yeah, right. Although I have been, I have been getting a little better with that as of late. You have to admit, a little bit better. A little bit better. I'm not gonna give a little you bit better, motherfucker. Anyway. A little bit better. So, anyway. so I I'm like, like dead asleep. And I'm getting calls, like, nonstop on Messenger. Like, she's blowing up my Facebook Messenger to, like, call me. And she's like, and then, like, Mike, there. Mike, there, there, wake, wake. Because instead of saying awake, she says wake. So she's like, wake, wake, 
there. Who's who's Brady? Who's Brady? Who's Brady? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Brady. I don't know who the fuck Brady is, but she's talking about Brandy, the chick that I fucking said hi to on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, this Brandy chick never even like liked my comment, never responded to my comment, never anything like that. Okay? So, you know, it's it's obviously not going anywhere. So I but I scroll down and I see that she commented on that fucking thread. And she just put Mike in the like she commented on that welcome post and just put Mike. Like she's sitting there and she's like, you know, and then like I'm like first off first off we're not dating. I'm like you're not going to tell me who I can or cannot talk to. I'm like, and that, that's just, that's it. Fuck it. Not happening. Not happening. I'm just like, fine. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hate you. Hate you. Do you think CP girl would donate to my GoFundMe? <laughs> um, I'm just joking. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know how that works. But, yeah, um, no. I wouldn't even want you because then I don't want her to know about my existence, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, she did. It's funny. She did like this post for the show tonight. Oh. On rabbitandred.com's page that I shared. Oh. Oh, I don't think, no. I don't, think, I don't think she's watching it. Oh, no. Oh, I don't no. think she's watching it. So there we go. But um, so then when I was doing Rabbit and Red on. on on Tuesday night with normal Cody, we were, um, uh, so during that, I keep getting fucking messaged on messenger. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, she just keeps like, Mike there, there, there. I said, I'm doing a show. I can't talk to you right now. There. Why avoiding me? Why avoiding me? You're avoiding me. I said, look, I'm doing a show. I'm live on Facebook. Yeah, and you're avoiding me. You're avoiding me. I'm like, no, I'm not. I said, I can't. We're not dating. I'm not dropping everything in my entire life for you. I can't do that. I said, and even if we were dating, I still wouldn't drop everything in my life for you. Because that's just, I did that before for fucking girlfriends. I dropped everything in my life for them. And it did not work out well in the end. So I've reached a point in my life where I will never do that for a woman again. Never. Never, never, never. So she's like, she kept saying, well, sorry about, sorry about last night. I know you must hate me and you must not want to talk to me. And I understand that and blah, 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 blah. And like the whole time she's like, well, I'm just going to say goodbye now. Have a nice life. Have a nice life. And your life kept, would be nicer if she wasn't in it. That's for dude. She kept saying that, messaging that the whole time. What throughout the entire rabbit, rabbit and red, she kept fucking messaging me that have a nice life. You did, don't have to talk to me. Wait a minute, did you talk to me? Did you almost cough or yawn when you were talking? Because I thought you were like and mm. impersonating a retard there for just no. A I got no. I got a. I got no. I can't. I can't imitate her. She she okay. probably has you know but um no that that was like some uh 
a whiff of something went down my throat. I don't know what the fuck it was, but yeah, it made me kind of gag a little bit. But um, that happens sometimes. But, uh, you know, but, but then it's weird because I think I broke her because you didn't hear this part of the story. Okay. So last night she's messaging me and she is like a totally different, like she's not negative. She's just saying how she's jealous and she doesn't want other women to like talk to me or something. And she like just it, it seems almost like she wants me all to herself, which is which is weird and, and, and scary. I'm not gonna lie to you. But but yet you're ugly to her and she doesn't want to see dick. Oh no 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 now she doesn't now she doesn't think I'm ugly anymore. Now she asks for face pics and she says that I'm handsome or something. Um, because, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, so I'm going to tell you the whole time that she talked to me, um, last night, she said nothing about wanting to be dead or nothing about wanting to be like, you know, shooting herself with bullets or anything like that. Um, so, you know, I, I was just like, this is, this is fucking weird. So it's almost like she's 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 now like kind of like hung up on me, I think. She's done playing hard to get. Um yeah, now 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 it's almost like she's throwing herself at me and I don't know if I want to catch that. Um Is she throwing herself at you or is she rolling herself at you? Mm-hmm. Um Well, yeah. I don't know if she can roll. I think the Popeye arm would kind of prevent that from happening. Oh. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's weird. Pretty soon she's going to start messaging. She's going to be like, Mike, love, love, me, me, you, love. What are you going to do um, flirting with you? Um... I, I think I think at that point I'm gonna have to just um just be done. Um but see the thing is I don't know see because I haven't talked to her, like actually spoken to her and heard her voice, like I don't know like mentally what I'm dealing with here, but I know that there's gotta be there, 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 there's, there's got to be something going on here. There has to be. Wouldn't it be fucked up if, like, this whole time she actually wasn't disabled and, like, it's just all one big gimmick for show? Um, that would be kind of weird. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but then again, I don't know how you can fake that Popeye arm. Uh, maybe she does have a Popeye arm, but like, I just don't think it's things are nearly as bad as she, cause she, she's like, um, 
I told you she was mowing her lawn last week. Yeah, and before that, you thought that she couldn't really do anything. Yeah, I know, and now, now, like, I know the extent, um, you know, of her whatever. The extent of her Popeyeism, you know. <laughs> the extent of her spinach. Yeah, actually, that's, you know what, if I, dude, if I could, I would send her spinach. Did I, oh, did I tell you before? I didn't, I never told you this. Fucking, this is going back, like, towards, like, you know, back when she was still, like, fucking negative. You know, and I said, I said, is there anything I could do to make you, like, not think all this negative shit? Like, you know, you you just keep bringing everything down thinking you want to kill yourself and this, that, and the other thing. So is there something I can do to make you, like, you know, she's like, buy me something. Oh, I'm my. like, what would you want? You know, just for the fight. And she said, jewelry. And oh. I said, I said, I said, look, I'm like, again, I'm like, we're not even dating. I'm like, I'm, I said, I don't buy jewelry for like people that I don't even really know. Tell her that you'll buy her a silencer for her gun so she can peacefully blow her own brains out. No, I think I'd want to hear that. Oh, because because then at least I'll know that it happened. Maybe she should start a GoFundMe for herself. I was thinking about that. Help, help, help fund her. Get rid of her Popeye arm, and you know how yeah. you just help Cody out. Help Popeye out. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Help Popeye out. We're going uh, to hell. Oh, dude. Uh, that that was such a lovely story. I By the time the show is wrapped up, and I don't mean tonight's episode, I mean like the series of this show is wrapped up. Oh, I'm um, not wrapping up. The, the, the show itself will not wrap up until one of us will just die. Are you, we're just going to keep going until you die? Because you're going to die before me. Probably at this point, but then see, you'll have to continue it. I'll... I'll 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 leave it to you. I ain't continuing this show. I, if if you're gone, this uh, this show's dead along with you. That's what we're gonna do. You don't want that to happen. You want it to continue. It just depends on if I get any donations on my GoFundMe starting starting just, tonight. Just find another cripple. Oh, I I think you already did get a donation tonight. Tonight? I think you did. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to check on that a little later. Jesus. I think you did. Oh my god, don't spoil it on the show. I, my face is my cheeks are gonna get red. I'm gonna get embarrassed. <laughs> no, I'm all tickly and giggly on the inside. I love money. But in all, all seriousness, I, I really don't do anything uh with donations other than take put it right in my stable account. That is the motherfucking truth. I'm a money hoarder. If there is a such show if there was an A and E show called Money Hoarders, I would be yep. on that pilot episode. I am so I, I penny pinch. You know, I don't tip at restaurants. We covered that. God, how many times? I don't yeah. loan money out. I sure shit wouldn't donate to your GoFundMe, Mike. I'm just gonna let no. you know that right now. So. I would just, you know what? I I would just fucking say nobody would donate to my GoFundMe because I wouldn't allow it. Just let me fucking struggle and suffer and die. 
your GoFundMe would go something like this. Hi, I'm Michael J. I talk about myself in the third person. <laughs> and worst of all, I have to wipe my own mother's pussy because I just have to. And yeah, she- I did that right before the show. Yeah, so please donate to me, my Michael Shankovich, Michael J, so I can buy more toilet paper for my mother. That's it. That's that's it. That's your GoFundMe right there. Oh yeah, I mean that would work. Yeah, I should try that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on tonight's episode of Tales from the Crypts. On the next episode next weekend. Um, we will not have a guest. It'll be just me and Mike. But as a little teaser, we will get into um, my love life next week. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I was just thinking about this earlier when we were talking about, you know, you and Rob and how Rob's married and all that. We haven't really actually touched on in a serious way about the women that I've been involved with over the years. Um, ah. we, I think we talked about one. But um, yeah, so next week. Uh, on an all new episode of Tales from the Crypts next um, next Friday night, I believe, around this time, around eleven ish. It's now one a.m. Right. in the morning, but around eleven ish, eleven eleven fifteen next Friday night, uh, we will have a new episode of Tales from the Crypts, and we will dive into the drama filled situations that I have gone through with the lower sex forms. Uh, that would be women, and so, yeah. uh, maybe. Maybe I'll even throw in some juicy tidbits there myself. All right. Mike, you'll have to remind me before we go live next week because God knows I'll forget that we're supposed to talk about this next week. I'll, uh, I'll remember. Well, you know what? I'll create the, uh, I'll create the broadcast here like soon. So, you know, so it'll already pop up like tomorrow or Sunday or so. Okay. Tune in next week to find out all about Cody's love life. That's right. All right. All right, everyone, have a good weekend. Thank you so much on uh, joining us, which what I feel is so far my favorite episode of Tales from the Crips. I really loved this one. Um, I, hey, share my page. That's GoFundMe.com slash help Cody out. I appreciate it very much. I will not bring up my page again on next week's episode, or who knows, maybe I will. It will, it will be on the bottom of the uh screen at some points next week so. okay yeah yeah it'll be on the banners i just won't plug it as much as i did on this week's episode but in all seriousness i really appreciate every share helps me out every dollar helps me out i really appreciate it. it's going for the cause that i am stating and that it goes toward so it's all transparent uh thank you very much and uh hey have a good weekend everyone reluctantly crouched at the starting line engines pumping and thumping in time the green light flashes the flags go up Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone All alone in a time of need Because he's racing and racing and plotting the course He's fighting and fighting and 
feeling he cannot define Bowel shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and potting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns Cause he's going the distance $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.